Welcome to episode 8 of FountainCast, a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by the Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, striving to be your one-stop fountain of information regarding local business news and community happenings. As always, I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson. Hello, Fountain Hills, and happy Friday to all. Welcome to episode eight of FountainCast. I just wanna say thank you to everyone who has decided to take a listen to today's episode. Your support is always appreciated. Now, for today's episode, I sat down with local entrepreneur, Daniel Fifield, co-owner of Liquic, to not only talk about their business, but to also hear what it was like to transition from a local Fountain Hills kid to a true local business professional. Let's get started. Our guest for today's episode is one of the co-owners of one of our newer chamber members, Daniel Fifield of Liquic LLC. Daniel, thank you so much for stopping by and chatting with me today. Thank you for having me, Paige. So as always, I like to start off the episode learning more about the person, or in this case, the people behind the business. So can you just tell our listeners about who you and your co-owner are and your history with Fountain Hills? Yeah, of course. So um, my name is Daniel Fifield, and my partner is Justin Stuber. Pretty much we are some Fountain Hills boys. I moved here in about sixth grade, and Justin's been a Fountain Hills boy his whole life. Um, That's where I met him. I met him in about sixth grade, and we've been friends ever since. Um, So we played sports together. We grew up here. Um, We ended up working at the same spot. We were roommates at one time, and um, so that's kind of like our history behind each other besides that. Um, We've just been always kind of in that mindset of thinking of how we can create something, um, just do something different. You know, we've always kind of wanted to own a business or do something for ourselves. So over time, um, us living together and everything, we kind of just were spitballing ideas eventually. And this is kind of how that came about. All right, very cool. Thank you again for being with us today. And so for some of our listeners who may not have heard about your business, can you tell us more about your services and what you and Justin do? Sure. Okay, so um, we'll start out. We do estate cleanouts and liquidation, and um, that's kind of the gist of it. We've kind of modified the company to be an umbrella company, kind of an all-inclusive estate service company. So essentially we start out with full-scale cleanouts of the estate and we go in with our equipment and we take everything and then we handle our liquidation a little bit differently. We do an off-site liquidation, so we take everything to our facility where we go through the process of cleaning it, itemizing it, appraising it, and then um, we get everything posted on multiple online platforms to maximize our clients' returns. Because the way that we look at it, um, we can fetch a higher price for selling your assets online. And then we don't want to necessarily go away from the estate sale side of it. So on the weekends, we do host an in-person, quote-unquote, warehouse estate sale. So the client is not only getting all of their items posted online to thousands of extra viewers, but they're also getting that foot traffic as well. So it's honestly the best of both worlds the way that we look at it. And then after that, we offer a bunch of different services, such as professional cleaning services. Uh, We do general cleans, deep cleans, carpet cleaning, window washing. Um, Pretty much the gist of the business is what we started out thinking is how to expedite the sale of the real estate. So that's kind of the idea behind it. Yeah, well, you guys are definitely busy, it seems like. But that's interesting. I didn't really know that you guys did 
an online version kind of of the the selling of the goods. So it's kind of like you put a little bit of a millennial spin on the typical estate sale, correct? Yeah, 100%. Um, Not to like downplay the estate sale business, but we kind of think that that's the way that the world's turning. Um, And it really is. The more and more as time goes on, the more technology that comes out, um, just the more that everything is turning to that online world. So being able to utilize that those platforms is has been a huge benefit for us. And we think it really is kind of turning the tide on this estate sale business. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like when I've in the past needed a coffee table or something, I'm more likely to go on Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. or even Craigslist and just look through all the different listings of coffee tables, find one I, I like the pictures of, email yeah, exactly. the person. And that way you're not just driving around aimlessly looking for a yard sale or something. Right, so right. very cool. It's really interesting that you guys are kind of taking the estate sale into you know technology. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you for telling us more about yourself and Justin. It's always good to learn more about those who are making the Fountain Hills business community successful. And I met you and Justin at our last FH Connect networking breakfast. And I was interested in learning more from you both because I feel like your business's story is a little bit different than the ones here in town. Like you said, you're both from Fountain Hills, started your own business, but you did it very young. What was your inspiration for you and Justin to start your own business? Well, kind of like I said earlier, we've always just kind of bounced ideas off of each other and everything. We've lived together, we work together, probably spend too much time together, to be honest. But, you know, um, our inspiration, I guess, to answer your question would be that Justin had an opportunity presented to him one time, and it was a real estate agent who came to him and asked him essentially to just do a clean-out, quote-unquote, a clean-out. Um, And all he did was go in there and move pretty much the whole house out of all of the respected rooms and everything so that the real estate agent could come in there and stage it. And um, so he went and did that and he got paid a good amount of money and then he came home and he told me, he's just like, dang, I just went and did this. And later that night, pretty much, we were just thinking, is there really a market for this or um, how do we go about it? Like, does this opportunity pop up a lot with real estate agents and whatever it may be Um, so we kind of started spitballing ideas around that and at the time I was trying to start my own carpet cleaning and window washing business those are something I learned when I was uh, living in Colorado for a little while and so I was trying to do that on my own at the time and then Justin kind of had that idea so then we essentially were just sitting talking about how we could make that service all inclusive and what we really could do and then um, so we've probably been in business for this is our third month now third and a half month of actually having like our facility and everything like that but the idea has been around for probably eight to nine months now so it took us some time to really kind of hammer everything out and get through the kinks but I think we're kind of on to something at this point. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, we were just talking before we started recording about how you you guys were busy all today, and so it's really great to hear that you guys took an idea, brain brainstormed, came up with how to make it work, and you're actually doing it. So I feel like <laughs> a lot of people might just have an idea, don't actually take that next step into you know putting pen and paper down and getting right. it going. So right. good for you guys. So do you think it's been a big change going from – a kid growing up in Fountain Hills into stepping into being a, the role of a young professional and business owner here in town? Uh, definitely. <laughs> we talk about this all the time, actually. Um, we kind of 
it feels it's a good feeling to wake up in the morning and then um kind of just be doing something for yourself it feels um it feels crazy to have people calling us for services that we offer um but yeah it was like taking a huge leap from because the two of us we were both working up at tano verde um, we were just working in the restaurant we were bartending and serving and um, that's pretty much what we did all day we worked a lot and then eventually we're just like okay i think it's time to take that next step and then we quit doing that and we did this full time and then every once that day hit the next morning was a little surreal for us we're just like okay well we're kind of on our own now we're so we got thrust into that young professional role a little bit faster than we expected but we have been in the customer service industry for almost seven and eight years each of us um so we kind of have like a good grasp on it and it's just about how you treat people honestly and um that's like the characteristics that we never want to lose some of those customer service morals that we kind of adapted working out there so very cool well i love to hear that you guys you know are are liking your role as a young professional so far you know even though it might have been a little scary stepping out of the the fountain hills kid the fountain hills business owner but Mm -hmm. um yeah thank you for sharing that you kind of touched on this you know starting your own business but what were some of the specific challenges you had to being entrepreneurs especially so so young in your case starting your own business has its challenges but did you have any specific challenges yourself with justin when it came to being entrepreneurs especially in your guys's case so young well um i would say definitely yes we've definitely came across our fair share of i don't want to say problems i like i always like to say situations because it's all a situation and there's always a solution to get past it but yeah being honestly just um i've had work experience we both have had work experience but we've always worked underneath somebody so kind of the logistics of the business is a little bit iffy i wouldn't say iffy but it's it's a learning process for sure um when you have to learn doing the books and everything like that and just a bunch of stuff that you've never really done in your previous years or your previous work experience just learning that and then um maybe starting in the summer but to be honest, we've kind of been getting our, a good amount of business in the summer, which is exciting for us because we didn't really know what we were getting into. We were like, okay, we're starting this business in the summer. We know most businesses are pretty slow in the summer. but um, So that was a, a challenge, I'd say a startup challenge, because at one point we were wondering, like, okay, we really got to step up our marketing or where do we begin with this? Where do we begin with that? Um, so just getting over those little speed bumps and really feeling out the process of the startup was probably the main challenge. Yeah, totally. I mean, you're on your own now. You know, you don't have a boss telling you what to do or anything. Mm-hmm. So I could see where that would be a little bit challenging at first, but I'm sure you guys are going to definitely take it, take it head on. And seems like you're doing great. All right. So moving on, when you were in the initial starting phase of your business, is there any advice you wish you would have heard? Well, um, definitely probably could have used a little bit of accounting advice. That's something that was a little foreign to us in the beginning. Um, There's a ton to it. There is a ton of taxes and just logistics behind it all that kind of threw us a curveball. But we got really lucky, and that's another part of the Fountain Hills community that's been important to us is when we were starting up, we were getting a bank account and it was, uh, we went through Yolani at Chase and she was great. And then she ended up referring us to a CPA and our CPA, Susan Clifford has been working closely with us. And honestly, she's probably tired of hearing from us because we have so many questions all the time for just because we didn't really know what we were getting into. 
but um, she's been great and I guess that's really helped us over that little curve. But besides that, the uh, other services that we do as a business, we kind of have been doing for a while, um, whether it be buying and selling, a little bit of refurbishing, whatever it may be, we kind of been working on that for a while. Um, so that's not that, that's not too foreign to us. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Kind of, you know your business, you know what you offer and you're good at it, but sometimes you might not think, oh my goodness, I have to know how to do accounting and you know, all the taxes and stuff. So I right. can see where that would be a little daunting for someone starting their own business. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. All right. So moving on now, I did want to ask you because Phoenix is a pretty large area with tons of possibilities all around the city, different areas of the metropolitan area. So what was it that made you and Justin want to keep your business more local to Fountain Hills, or at least start it more local? Right, that's a great question. And I guess the main factor behind us wanting to start it local was the fact that we had grown up in Fountain Hills, and um, we both were working out at the Tonto and Rio Verde area for the longest time. Myself seven years, and Justin eight years. So we Growing up here, you this is kind of a tight-knit city, and um, going to the high school, the middle school, playing sports with everybody, we have kind of have a broad network with the town. We've met tons of families, parents, friends, and we've done community service out here. We've just known the community for a long time, and we're both social people, so meeting and networking with all the Fountain Hills people while they get to see your growth as a human being is big. And then to go to the other side where we were working out at Tonto and Rio, that's a really tight-knit community out there as well. Um, That's a retirement community, and we worked in the restaurant, and we were um, bartending, serving, so we would talk with with these people all the time, and they really got to know us. I mean, I think I started working out there at 18, 19 maybe, and Justin at 17, so they really got to see our growth as people. And um, so when we left, we really wanted to be able to make a name for ourselves out in those areas because that's where we thought that the people would give us the most trust. Because in our business, it is a lot, it's driven by trust a lot. Um, When you take the aspect of taking somebody's entire estate off premise, and then it's a big trust issue. So that's why we really wanted to start out here. Not to mention that people know us a little bit, and um, that really helped us out. All right. Well, I love hearing more about people loving Fountain Hills and, you know, really getting their start out here. So I think that kind of ties into my next question about what do you think is you and Justin's favorite thing about the business climate here in town? I'd have to say my favorite thing, our favorite thing is just how unique it is out here and how close-knit of a community it really is. Something that really benefited us in our startup was um, some of these local connections that we made. Out here, we made a phone call to, um, I used to play basketball with Tim Schlum, and that is, uh, if you know that name out here, I'm sure most people do, uh, the former mayor. So then he is actually a real estate agent for Remax on Properties. So that is somebody that, real estate agents are somebody we work closely with because they run into the circumstances that we do business for quite often. So we gave Mr. Schlum a call and ended up getting us set up with a small business presentation in front of maybe 15 to 20 real estate agents. Um, And then that's just really cool to be able to go in there. Everybody was super friendly and it wasn't a very stressful environment. I mean, the two of us were kind of stressed out. I think we practiced for two or three days for just this tiny little presentation. We just wanted everything to go good. But um, just a really close-knit area. And then from that, 
presentation that we did, it kind of branched out and we got another presentation and we took a big step and then this next one was a RMS presentation um, and that was about 150 people. So a ton of more um, people in the real estate field and that was a little bit of a nerve-wracking presentation as well. But it all kind of stems together and everybody Word of mouth has been huge for us, and that was another reason why we really wanted to stick out here because as long as we are doing what we say we do to the best of our ability, um, the word of mouth out here is awesome. And everybody talks to everybody, and that that's a huge benefit to us. Yeah, of course. And thank you for bringing up kind of one thing that I always like to talk about is chamber members helping other chamber members because Jay Schwamm, uh, he's a member of the chamber. He yeah. used to be on our board and, you know, he's very well known in town just being mayor. And I just love hearing, you know, one member reaching out to another or even, I don't even know if you guys were members at the moment when you guys talked, but just kind of reaching out and helping people is something that I've always seen around town. So very cool to see that as well. Well, before we wrap up, I always like to ask, is there anything else that you would like to add? Anything we missed? Oh, well, I'd just like to say thank you to you, Paige, for allowing me to come here and talk. This is always great. Um, and then I'd like to give a big thank you to the Chamber. We have been members of the Chamber, I want to say, for about two months now. Um, we kind of fall off of the meetings because we got so busy, so I'm going to have to say sorry to Betsy eventually. Um, but no, the Chamber has been a big help for us. It's really helped our networking. Everybody's been so friendly. We've made plenty of um, we've met plenty of people and networked plenty and I just think that the chamber has been a huge benefit for us as uh, has been a huge benefit for our growth awesome well I love hearing that as a staff member so I'm glad that you guys are enjoying the chamber but thank you so much for being here and um, wish that Justin could have been here as well to talk about us but maybe we'll have him on in the future but thank you for stopping by and being a guest on Fountaincast thank you Paige All right, well, there you have it, another episode of FountainCast. It was great hearing from Daniel and wish that Justin would have been able to join us, but I hope everyone enjoyed taking a listen to our conversation. Now, don't forget, new episodes of FountainCast are available every other Friday, so our next episode will be released on August 9th. If you like listening to this podcast, make sure to tell your friends and to subscribe, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to submit a topic for the chance to be featured on an upcoming episode, please email me all of the information to page, P-A-I-G-E, at fountainhillschamber.com. Once again, I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson, and until next time.